All right. So a topic that's been coming up a lot with our clients recently has been how to handle emotional responses. That's right. At work. Yeah. It's happening a lot right now. Maybe uh, a little more than normal. Yeah, a little bit more than normal. And it's one of those things, you know, there's situations where you're not, you don't have like a framework for handling it and that's fine. But this is one where that's not fine. (laughs) It can go south really quickly if you don't have some kind of way of handling it or some kind of approach or Mm -hmm. formula. So I think this is a good one. So if you're listening right now, what you're going to get out of this is actually a framework. An actual what? I know. (laughs) (laughs) We love uh, we love frameworks. We love frameworks, right? Because they work. Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) we're such dorks. So there's three (laughs) scenarios that I'm going to be covering today. One is when there's emotional responses in a meeting. Mm -hmm. One is when you have an associate that comes to you feeling emotional, and one is when you maybe feel emotional because you received a complaint about someone who works for you. So your emotional response. So those are the three scenarios that we're going to go for. Okay. All right. So what is the problem? What happens to us when either we feel emotional or an emotional response has hit us? What is one of our kind of, or we've seen kind of go to, mm-hmm. what do people do? I mean, one that comes to mind for me is just defensiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's a very human reaction mm-hmm. to defend ourselves when it feels like something's coming at you that's a threat. Yeah. And so this is really common. Even if you're nice, even if you care about the person in front of you, yeah. <laughs> you can get defensive really mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah, that one's huge. I see that one, especially publicly a lot of times. And actually, it makes you lose credibility a lot of times when you become defensive right mm-hmm. there. I also see people ignore. Mm-hmm. They'll just, uh, anyway, they just they just kind of don't even address it. Yeah. Right? So ignore Another one that's similar but sometimes different is avoidance mm-hmm. and trying to, uh, um, you just go into avoiding mode. Yeah, which that really works. Works great. <laughs> it really solves the problem. That's a good one. I'm going to say this one and some people will be like, really? I'm saying it because people have said that they do this. They actually feel like they maybe yell back. Mm-hmm. They get a little loud with their voice. And so they hit them back with kind of emotional responses Mm -hmm. in their tone. Yeah, absolutely. It's a real thing because we're human. And so when we don't have a plan, we just sometimes react. Yep. Yeah. And another one can be um, going into logic mode and trying Mm -hmm. to explain it away. Mm -hmm. Um, When in the moment, that's not actually helpful Mm -hmm. because there are emotions there. Mm -hmm. Oh, fix it right away. Dismiss emotions and fix. Oh, yeah. There's a common one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's maybe one of the most common ones. Mm -hmm. Fix it mode. And Mm -hmm. again, it's not that that's bad. Mm -hmm. Fixing it might be great, but in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's actually going to be a parking lot one because there is a time and place to fix, but that's actually part of the formula Mm -hmm. is when to fix. Okay. So that's the problem. The problem is that we are human (laughs) and so is the person talking to us. And so our emotions sometimes take over and sometimes it shows. Um, One thing I just wanted to say that's a very small thing before I get into like the big meeting where you're leading the meeting. Mm -hmm. I've had some people say to me, Sunday, could you please just coach me on the fact that I feel my my emotions show in a meeting, like maybe when I'm disagreeing or... Uh, some things like that. So I tell people it's such a small little thing, but if you start to feel your emotions taking over in a meeting because you're like, I hate this, I feel angry, or I couldn't, I'm pissed off at the choice. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, grabbing a glass of water, 
a great thing. Just simply just take a sip of water. It's a trigger to yourself to just take a deep breath. Shift your body. Literally, if you're sitting in one direction, move your body. It's a trigger to take control of your emotions. Or uh, some people are always like, really, what? But sometimes grabbing the hemline of your pants, a piece piece of your clothing, it's again, it's just a, a physical response that says, I'm touching this versus responding emotionally. Yeah. All these things transfer your emotions that say, hey, get in check with yourself. So some kind of physical yeah. trick you have, a uh, go-to thing that kind of helps mm-hmm. redirect that attention reset. Yep. And then the last one I would say is that sometimes just clearly take your pen and on a piece of paper, right? I'm pissed or I don't like how I feel right now. And yeah. then just close your notebook and move forward. <laughs> those are great tips. I know you work with people a lot on having those little go-to yeah. tools in their tool belt. And um, another thing I want to name about this situation is in the workplace, I mean, this happens in mm-hmm. all areas of life, but mm-hmm. definitely in the workplace, um, and I can do this all the time. It's 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 almost like subconsciously, I just want to get past that emotional moment mm-hmm. because in the future out there somewhere, like it's forgotten about and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you just want to kind of get beyond it, whatever you can do to scoop by it. And and then tomorrow it'll be gone, right? Yes. No, it's not gone. <laughs> in fact, and why I say spe- specifically right. in the workplace, this is a bigger problem right. because people are trying to be professional. Mm-hmm. And so that emotion persists and maybe builds and maybe causes bigger issues, mm-hmm. but they're all living beneath the surface. It's mm-hmm. like the whole iceberg analogy where, you yeah. know, there's this little thing on top of the water. There's a, a big amount of stuff under the water, but because it's a professional environment, we don't show that. Right. The problem gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, thanks a lot. Then they come to us, the coaches, and tell us yeah, all those problems and leave their job. <laughs> <That's> right. <They're laughs> right. But, you know, I think that's just a reality check with mm-hmm. yourself to say, okay, no, Trying to avoid till tomorrow is not going to mm-hmm. fix anything. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's going to make it worse. It, although, although pausing on your emotional response in that moment is often a good choice. Good call out, yeah. Because right. we're not saying deal with it, deal right with it in immediately. That, right. It's we're just saying, don't ignore or try to just make it go explain away. Explain it away. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so the big picture. Let's just say you're leading a meeting. This is the scenario, and right now it's Zoom, but we'll be face to face sometimes too. So we'll talk about both. And someone in the room just blatantly disagrees with you. And it's an obvious disagreeance. And you're like, oh, and inside you just feel like a little angry or defensive or embarrassed. So what do you do? Your natural response could be any of those things. Uh, screwed away. Anyway, anyone else? That one I've seen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or so the what you actually want to do if you're physically in a room, physically, oh, don't you look forward to that. That would be great. Yeah, I do. I just want to pause there for a minute. (laughs) Is you actually, if you're standing, you actually take one step closer to the audience and you move in and you actually say these magical words, which change the game, which is tell me more, which seems very counterintuitive because you're like, why would I tell the person yelling at me to tell me more? But here's why you tell them to tell me more because The first response is an emotional one. The second response is more typically a logical one. And I can answer your logic. I can't answer your emotion. I can feel your emotion and I can see your emotion, but I can't have an answer for it. So what I'm trying to get at is more logical. So you know how it is. It's like, I think this is a dumb idea and I don't like this, whatever it is. And then if you say, okay, so tell tell me more. Mm, I've just gone, oh my gosh, I didn't scare them. And they are not afraid of me. So then they might say, all right, So the reason I don't agree with this is, and see how usually, now, are there people who get more angry? Yeah. 
but it's a small percentage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So lean into the logic, answer it as you took a step forward, answer the question, and then you're going to write. And if it keeps going, you're going to say, all right, for now, we're going to table this and we're going to parking lot it and let's talk afterwards. That's right. It's a very de-escalating move. Yes. And what's your goal in the situation? Right. Is it to escalate mm-hmm. and win a fight? Okay. No. Then I guess you can use a different right. tool, but this is a very de-escalating yeah. move. Sometimes I actually like it and I'll be like, anyone else feel this way? Like sometimes it's a healthy feeling that came out. Oh, as a facilitator, I love those moments, especially kind of strategic planning type of, you know, a leadership offsite, a group of people who really needs to be aligned and get stuff on the table. Those are the best moments because it's all the stuff that's been sitting below the surface for too long. Or, you know, those moments where that person is used to everyone always shutting them down or fighting back Mm -hmm. and you lean in and say, oh, yeah, say more about that. Yes. That is breakthrough for those people who feel like everyone's always been against them or they're always having to fight for their. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, you you didn't shy away or retreat. You leaned in. So you have to know your audience. Yeah. You need to know whether it's a place in which you want to go or a place in which, oh, no, I am opening a can of worms. I'm going to open it, listen in, and shut it. Or I'm going to open it because actually by opening it, I'm actually going to get to where I actually want to get. Yeah. So that's just wisdom. That's just wisdom there. Okay. So that's scenario number one. Now let's move more into the one-on-one space, which is you know more typical, right? Especially now. <laughs> So I mentioned that scenario number one was your associate comes to you feeling emotional. So something in their work day has happened and they burst into your uh, Zoom room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw the transition in your eyes there. (laughs) And they're just, I am, I just, I'm angry. I'm so sick of this job. I'm just mad. So-and-so, whatever. I can't take it. They're just, so here is... uh, Here's what you do. Number one, you listen first to their outburst of emotions and you keep your own emotions in check. You just listen. You don't interrupt. You let them get it out. Mm-hmm. Just look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then guess what magical words you say again? Tell me more. Even yeah. when you think they're done, just give them that permission. Tell me more. Or I'll give you some other ones. How did that make you feel? Or mm, what I'm hearing is... Maybe towards the end. Some people just like to feel validated. Yep. Because guess what? Sometimes we get it wrong. I like that when sometimes someone, what I'm hearing is, and I go, yes, but you missed a piece. I think especially when people are emotional, it's so easy to get it wrong because they're saying stuff based on emotion. They might not be saying what, how they want to That's say right. it. That's right. So a good point. I think it's especially they powerful. They were that. clear, but they were not. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. So that's number one is listen. Number two is give a prompt. I'm not just thinking. Like there's a reason there's such, it's such a punchline or a joke about like, tell me more. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that's a joke because it works because it's helpful. (laughs) It's actually the best thing to say. It really is. And it doesn't have to be cheesy. Yeah. It really is. It says I care about your words. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to shut you down. In fact, I care about you so much that there may be more in there that you want to say. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I love it. I mean, personally, when someone says, even on a small scale, how was your weekend? And I tell them and they're like, tell me more. What else was interesting? I'm like, you care? Yeah. And I just want to dispel the myth for anyone listening who's in a maybe an engineering organization <laughs> or analyst driven, you know, you always hear the pushback like, oh, but we're not touchy feely. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, BS, because yes. of many reasons, 
first and foremost, Sunday, you've coached thousands of people who are Mostly who would say that tech. about themselves, yeah, right. who are in that kind of organization. Yes. And that's actually been some of the most helpful stuff to them. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no excuses there. It's actually no just a it's a human thing. It's a human thing. Then number three, I think this is one of the most important ones after Tell Me More is let me ask you a question. Do you want me to just listen today or do you also want solutions? Let them decide. And in fact, usually I recommend no solutions today. Usually that's what I recommend. But but you also can throw that out there. So mm-hmm. do you just want me to listen today or do you also want me to help you maybe problem solve for this in the past? So that's one. Or I'm just going to make my own call and say, I'm just going to listen today and I would love to connect tomorrow and put some time on the calendar and let's see if we can figure out some ways to make sure this doesn't happen again. Yeah. I feel like they think better later. Right. And I'm I'm remembering the the team this happened with recently that that triggered us doing this topic. Um there was uh there was a moment of asking that 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 led to this phrase that stuck with me. It's about getting curious. In the moment where there's emotion, especially as the leader or the the listening mm-hmm. person, um, getting curious mm-hmm. is the mode you're trying to shift into because yeah. the natural mode is defend or fix <laughs> or fix or it's uh, it's the opposite of curious. But if you can try to shift yourself into okay, let me get curious for yeah. a second, then everything that comes out of your mouth, even if it's not if if it's not the perfect words, mm-hmm. it will come across in a helpful way, it'll help to uh, move things forward instead of, you know. I love that. Curiosity. Um, First of all, curiosity works in conversations in general, too. People love curious people. All right, the number four is make a call to give them a break. Uh Maybe you even say, go home for the day. Call it a day. Be a good leader. Just give them permission to say, let's just... Let's visit this tomorrow and just give them a break. You know how great that will make them feel. Now, obviously, you can't do that in all settings, but if you can, give them a break. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to say any more about that. Let's <laughs> just give them a break. Yeah. <laughs> and then after reconnecting, so we've followed up later on the next day, wherever we've done some solution, some, some maybe some uh, prompting around to make sure this doesn't happen again, I'm going to mark it on my calendar when I talked to them and who for a week later to check in again and say, how is that situation going any better? So mark it on your calendar for a follow-up. So there's my... Could you just kind of list them again? Mm-hmm. I, I right. feel like they're very practical and Yes, helpful. so it's just listen first, keep your emotions in check, prompt, tell me more. Do you want me to listen today? Or do you want solutions, number three? Four, give them a break, and then circle back. I hate that saying, so reconnect a week later. I'm just circling back with you. How's it now. going? Let's circle back to that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we just double click for a sec? How you feeling now? We could go down this path. <laughs> it's a bad path. But let's give them some <laughs> phrases to use. When when you do circle back, here's what you want to say. Listen, mm-hmm. I just I dove deep on that one. Did you? And you did a deep dive. Did a deep mm-hmm. dive. Mm-hmm. I just really double clicked. I just wanted to reach out to you and see <laughs> how you doing. <laughs> and that'll guarantee it'll go well. It will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I'll move on to scenario number two now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so I'm going to move into scenario number three now, but let me just recap that scenario number one was when you're leading a meeting and there's a group of people. Uh Scenario number two was when an individual on your team comes to you with an emotional response. And now scenario number three is you receive, as the manager, a complaint about someone on your team, like you, Steve, like, let's just say I'm leading you. Typical scenario. Mm -hmm. And you're not performing well in some way, and it affects me as your manager. So it's either a client facing, whatever it is, I am upset. So what could potentially be my default there? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? So much. (laughs) I know. I think... The biggest mistake I find is that people move too quick in their emotional state to reach out to you. Steve, I just got the complaint and I call you in right away and I'm like, this is what I heard. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't gotten in check with my emotions. And so then I'm responding to your emotions. Especially a work culture that's kind of cultivated that. Sometimes that's like the normal, that's the norm. Mm -hmm. And so it just becomes knee jerk. Yes. Sometimes it's not. And it's just what you're arcing towards in that moment. Right. All right. So step one, take care of the client. Don't don't involve Steve right now. Just take care of it. So if Joe is my client that's complaining, I'm going to reassure Joe that I'm handling the situation. Reassure, fix in any way that I can, leaving Steve out of the process right now. Step one, reassure whoever needs to be reassured that you're taking care of it. Number two, let your own emotional response pass completely. Then schedule time to connect with Steve. So it is not going to be in the first hour, you know, <laughs> it's going right. to be later. Yeah. <laughs> so see, it's so simple, but so many people don't do this. Uh-huh. They think, oh, I got some hot mess right now. And sometimes people thrive on it too. Do you feel like that? Mm-hmm. Like they kind of like that they got something. Right. Well, guess what? No one likes that on the receiving end. Number three, this one is really, really important. The tendency could be, I call you in an hour later or tomorrow, and I could tell you what happened. Hey, Steve, I heard from Joe, and he told me that you handled this this way, and you did this, and this, and I, next time, you need to not do that. How does that make you feel? That's kind of triggering, yeah. Yeah, it could be that way. So instead, I'd like you to flip it around and say this. All right, Steve, so I received a message yesterday from Joe. That occurred. And uh, he was explaining something around this particular incident. But I really just want to ask you before kind of unpacking the details, what, how do you think that exchange happened? What, how did it go? What do you think happened? And you just kind of paint the scenario without all the negative details. Mm -hmm. You just say, first, what do you think happened? How do you think it went? Mm -hmm. Now, why would I, why is that better, Steve? Why is that one potentially better? I don't know. What are you thinking? I think it's because the person might be more self-aware than you realize. So isn't it better for you to come to your own conclusion about maybe what went wrong instead of me telling you what went, 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 (laughs) (laughs) isn't it better for me to tell you, no, no, no. What am I saying? (laughs) I don't know. Isn't it better for them to come to their own conclusion about their own self-awareness around what went wrong instead of me telling? First of all, by the way, it takes away the discomfort of confrontation that I might be afraid of. Some leaders say to us, I hate confrontation. Well, ask them first. Yeah, and it invites them into the conversation because, I mean, there's so many flavors of this scenario number three. I think you're addressing like a specific one. Yes. But I think in any of the flavors, one one of the issues is, okay, you're coming 
to that manager. That manager is probably dealing with 20 of these scenarios. Yeah. So guess what? They're already in a place of like the fuse is short. (laughs) Yeah. And so if you're coming at them, Mm -hmm. that's just not going to go well. Mm -hmm. If you're inviting them into it, Mm -hmm. up your chances through the roof of this going better, Mm -hmm. right? Which is, I think, the the aim here. (laughs) Because what do we want out of this? I always feel like, like, what is what is the goal? Do we want Steve to quit and leave <laughs> because he's angry at the confrontation that just took place? Or do we want Steve to feel safe and in a trusted relationship in which he feels like now I can only grow and get better and I love where I work? Right. It, I'm also imagining the the version of this where there's kind of bickering among the team or rumors. Mm-hmm. And so that leader, that manager is probably getting it from almost all the people, the same scenario. Right. So if you're the one who comes with a posture of maturity, I've paused, I've thought through this, collected my thoughts. Yeah. I'm inviting you into it. I'm trying to understand your side of it. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's also just boding really well for you Mm -hmm. compared to the 20 others who are also coming at that manager with the same thing. (laughs) And there's a lot of that going on right now. There is. There is. So different scenarios that come to my mind is, let's just say it was your first time to make a presentation and maybe I'm your manager and I don't think it went so well. Okay. I might also just say, hey, so today was your first time to present and uh, I'd first just like to ask you, how do you think it went? Find out how self-aware they are. They might be like, well, I botched it. <laughs> That's such a, you know, like, or they're like, I was amazing. <laughs> and then we have, we know where we're at. We in, know where we're at. Either right? way, you know where to yeah, start now. <laughs> we know where to start, right? Because if they weren't self-aware, then you can say, okay, so what made you think that you were amazing? Yeah. Right. Or what made you think you watched it? Yeah. Like ask curious questions around that. And then you can begin to say, here's actually what I observed. And I'd like to talk about it. Such a, such a different posturing than, you know what you did wrong? Yeah. You know what I observed? I mean, one of my takeaways from this is it's an emotional, it's a it's a scenario where there's an emotional response. And by simply adjusting the wording mm-hmm. that you enter into it with, it changes the dynamic of the whole conversation right. after that. Right. So we don't have time to go into all the scenarios, but think with that lens. Think, ask them first around whatever situation is happening and coach kind of from there. All right. So now whatever they say, if you said, well, actually my, my interaction with Joe, I actually felt as though uh, things actually went bad. In fact, he told me that he was really upset with the way that I handled that. And I was, all right. So you're right. Joe reached out to me and he was really upset yesterday about how you guys worked together. So let's just start from there. And let me just ask you what you could have done differently. And that is how we fix the problem moving forward. Because the whole goal is that the next time we only improve. Yeah. So the two steps are, what do you think happened? And then what could we have done differently? That's it. Okay. So maybe to wrap this up, Sunday, I just, I wanted you to talk about this topic because this is, I think, one of your sweet spots in coaching. And you have worked with so many people in these scenarios and these dynamics. And so you've seen, you've seen it so many times and you understand a lot of the dynamics of emotional responses. So maybe to wrap it up, how does someone begin to notice, like when, when are we employing these different ideas you just shared? I think it's as simple as just now that we've talked about them, recognize that they happen and they don't just happen to you, but they happen to everyone. So when you feel a flicker of emotion, 
just pause. So raise your self-awareness of if I'm feeling something and I'm unsure if it's going to be a positive thing, Mm -hmm. pause. So pause, check in with your emotions first. That's really huge. And then number two, if you don't know what else to do at all and you're faced with an audience or a one-on-one or a difficult person, just rest into the statement of just, well, then tell me more. And usually you're going to get a more logical response instead of an emotional one. Start there. 